My mother wishes to host a Christmas ball. Victor let out a low whistle. <whistles> exactly. Can she be dissuaded? Samuel shook his head firmly. She will not. Not that she realizes why I dislike the Christmas season, of course. She thinks it is just a matter of taste. Mayhap you should tell her, Victor suggested, seeing his friend immediately shake his head. I cannot, Samuel replied firmly. It is bad enough that I have lost my joy for the festive celebrations. I do not wish that for my mother also. Victor said nothing, instead, only getting up to pour himself a whiskey and refill Samuel's glass. It is not your fault that your father chose to do such a terrible thing, he said, sitting back down, although I can understand why a tragedy must mar this wonderful time of year. It still haunts me, Samuel replied, watching the flames flicker. The light blue of the hottest flame capturing his attention as he thought back to that dreadful day. He and his father had gone to the country estate to see some business before Christmas Day. His mother and sister had remained in town, delighting themselves with the usual excitement that came round this time of year. He had been left alone to bear the brunt of his father's drunkenness and foul temper, having already endured it for years. Despite being almost a man grown, his father still delighted in beating him, which Samuel had borne. Knowing that it was the only way to protect his sister Elizabeth. On that fateful night, they had been travelling back to town with the rest of the family when his father had pulled a shotgun from his coat. With a chilling coldness, his father had told them all about his gambling debts, laughing at how Samuel would be forced to work for a living. On and on he had rambled, telling Samuel about the various mistresses he had accrued, how he had given them expensive trinkets instead of giving them to his wife. Samuel had been both disgusted and terrified, waiting for the shot to go off and send him to the afterlife. Then, all of a sudden, his father had placed the shotgun to his own temple and pulled the trigger. The rest of that night had been a blur. Somehow, Samuel had managed to do some quick thinking and had sworn the coachman to silence, pushing the carriage containing his father's body over a bridge and into the swirling water beneath. They had claimed an accident. The carriage sliding in the snow, with Samuel managing to leap to safety. His father's body had never been found. It had almost been a relief to know that the tyrant was gone, and even his mother did not seem particularly upset, although she had taken the morning year as well expected. Only Samuel carried the burden of what really happened, having ensured the coachman's silence. They had been set up for life, and as none of them wanted to be dragged into a trial or investigation, they were bound to keep their silence. As he'd expected, he'd found his father's final words to be true. It had taken a great deal of effort, alone from his dear friend Victor and some very careful gambling, to finally ensure their estate was secure and profitable, and that his sister had a reasonable dowry. Samuel had never allowed his mother or sister to know the depths of his struggle, choosing to shoulder it himself, although recently he'd had Victor to back him, which was in itself a blessing. It had only been last year that he'd told Victor the truth, and had found the man supportive as always. He was a true friend. I am too melancholy, he declared suddenly, getting to his feet and pushing his memories away. Lady Darlington's soirees are always a vast amount of fun, are they not? With plenty of pretty ladies, Victor grinned, glad to see his friend back to his old self. Let us go, Samuel said decisively, throwing back his whiskey. Perhaps a kiss or two under the mistletoe will pull me from the doldrums. Chapter 2
Mama has told me she has convinced Samuel to host a Christmas ball. Elizabeth grinned, spotting his miserable face. Although I could have guessed it from his expression, Clara smiled, feeling the familiar lurch in her heart as she looked at Samuel, noting that indeed he did have a dour expression. Not that it detracted from the effect he had on her. She thought a little wryly. She had been good friends with his sister Elizabeth for a few years now, and from her first meeting with the handsome Lord Keaton right to this present moment, she had never felt such a longing. It had not died out by any means; instead, growing stronger and stronger every time she saw him. Of course, she had never said a word to Elizabeth, for she was sure that her friend would only have tried to push the two of them together, and that would have ended in disaster. She was quite certain. Lord Keaton preferred blond heads and blue eyes. It seemed not dark curls and dull brown eyes. He was friendly enough. To